What's up, Sandies? Welcome back to another episode of Sand, a podcast about Dune. We are your hosts, Lance and Molly. Oh, there! Wow, that's the best one ever. Why didn't <laughs> we just so. say that? <laughs> we should have been saying it from the beginning, I think. Great, we have one more episode after this. <laughs> yeah. Hey, are, well, are we oh no, we're do, covering uh, the uh, the miniseries. The miniseries. Uh, should we just go ahead and jump into movie talk? Yeah, what the hell? Let's just fucking yeah, jump in. Let's yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, all right. Well, I watched Mayor of Easttown for six Fs. Okay. Me too. Nice. <laughs> um, copycat and oh. ooh, and side <laughs> effects, which is not that good. So I guess I'll talk about what the hell, you know, I'll talk about, well, I'll talk about side effects first. Are you going to ask me about the one, one you didn't like? Yeah, I'll ask you about one after your. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. It was kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I had high hopes for it. I thought it was dumb. Okay, so Mare of Easttown was super fun. Uh, or it's great. I'm obsessed. Love it. I I haven't watched the most recent episode because oh, Nan haven't. was out of town. We watch it together. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, great. I won't go into anything there. Well, I think it's great. You know, I feel like it's doing smart things with the genre <laughs> mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, the cop the cop show business. I feel like it's uh, effectively actually interested in the people that it's talking about. Whereas like a lot of these shows sort of hint at that, you know, this person's going through a hard time, but they don't really care. <laughs> I don't think that there's a real yeah. care for like what that um, person is actually going through it's like all for the salacious stuff and then on the other hand it's also full of melodrama so i think yes. it's a great mix of um really you know careful caring storytelling that actually handles you know like grief and uh depression and you know all this stuff uh, the lives of these of mayor and all these people pretty well mm-hmm. and honestly and I'm good, but then there's also just like so much like <laughs> high drama, like intense, like over the top, you know, surprises and uh, terrible things. Uh, there's part of me that makes me want to make you talk about side no. effects, but I don't. <laughs> Did but you I like don't. that movie? Oh, I don't remember who's no. who's in side effects. It's Jude Law, uh, Rooney Mara, and Catherine Zeta Jones. It's from I 2013. Yeah. I I remember that I do remember that coming out. I don't remember anything about it. I don't think I saw it. Well, yeah. obviously, I'd, I'd much rather talk about the the '90s thriller that I remember seeing in the theater, <gasps> Copycat. You saw it in the theater? Oh, yeah, I fun. saw it in the theater. My God, that's the last time I saw it. It was great. Oh my gosh, what a fun movie! Um, even though it was also horrifying, Sigourney Weaver. And have you watched Woman in the Window or read it? Uh. Uh-uh. It's a new Netflix movie, but I read it and 
this movie, I mean, that book ripped off this movie big time. Like, big time. Oh, yeah. Really? Yes, because it's also about an agoraphobic, um, like, psychologist in that one. But isn't that just Rear Window? Like... Yeah, I guess that, that, okay, you're that right, you're right. Essentially your rear window. But he just has a leg injury. Yeah, but it's a it's still about like he can't leave his house. Yeah, okay, okay. Sure, sure, sure. Well, yeah, so Sigourney Weaver is in an amazing apartment. It's, it's so cool. They like make a funny <laughs> joke about or is she like, Well, Holly Hunter's in it and Holly Hunter is so good. They're both so good in it together. Love it. Dermont What's his name? Dermot Kennedy? Mul- no, Dermot uh, Mulroney. Mulroney? Yeah. Dermot Kennedy is a Scottish like pop star. Um, anyway, uh, is just like a cute little nice boy eye candy. Um, but Holly Hunter and Sigourney Weaver are where it's at. And Sigourney Weaver's a serial killer expert who at the very beginning is like, <laughs> like in the beginning like shoots off in this big way with her personal stalker. And uh, then there's years, a year later, there's a killer on the loose and they need her help. Um, But man, I don't know. I thought the whole movie was like a nail biter. I was uh, excited the whole time. It was fun. That's Um, cool. I I wasn't sure if it would hold up. I remember I remember liking it um, when it came out, but uh, I'll probably track that down and watch it soon. I thought it was great. I mean, I love that genre anyway of like 90s um, killer on the loose. (laughs) Mm-hmm. especially if they have a cool apartment uh so obviously this <laughs> ch- checked all those boxes they usually do and this i mean this apartment was super cool it made me think like why we ever went away from that style and how stupid it is that we have to change styles when we find a really good one but whatever um <laughs> and like you think they should just stay the same style forever once it's good yeah i mean well why why move into like really stupid looking like economy apartments <laughs> when, you, when you figured out how to make your blinds move like that <laughs> but i guess she was also supposed to be pretty wealthy but yeah i mean i don't know i just think holly hunter's so fun in most things that i see her in and she was just oh, yeah, like great. chewing it up and i loved it <laughs> they both That's were awesome. i mean i love sigourney weaver too she looks just like my aunt so i'm always just like like this weird emotional connection to her (laughs) i had a friend who just he hated sigourney weaver so much he was like revolted by her and i found it so fascinating because i was like i don't know anyone who's ever said anything bad about sigourney weaver like it's such a bizarre thing and i was obsessed with like trying to figure it out and he's like i just don't like her well what he never gave you a clue did you ever have a guess I think that she probably looked like someone in his yeah. life that he, that you know he just had bad feelings about. Well, but. I do think she's an interesting character because she's she always plays. It feels like an older woman, even when she was young. She just has like kind of like a an older woman energy. Milfy. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't want to say Milfy. I'm going to cut that. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but I think I'm editing this one. And I <laughs> think I'm leaving it in. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that could swing either way for for people. It's a it's you know yeah yeah yeah. I I hear what you're saying. She does she does always kind of have that, and, and I think a lot of it is like kind of her like you know kind of sultry raspy voice. Yeah, kind of like has that. Um, and she's just like so calm and collected. You know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. She was oh, it was it was really good. I loved it. Cool. Well, I have a very boring list. Uh, 
because I I know that I've watched at least one or two other movies, Mm -hmm. but the only ones that I can remember that I've watched recently were Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. Oh, Um, right right on. (laughs) (laughs) The only Batman movies I like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Naomi's out of town right now, and I'm like, I I know that she won't want to watch these again anytime Mm -hmm. soon, but I am okay watching it, like watching them once a year at least. Like They're (laughs) Mm -hmm. just easy, easy to swallow, fun to watch um movies really not that much to say about them you know it's batman it's good i got a a 4k version of the dark knight and i was like the whole time just like a nerd just being like oh man it looks so good oh the imax scenes are so great oh that's fun talking about how like good the the 4k uh version of the movie looked why Um, because well it is such a dark movie could you just see yeah well it's so Chris Nolan for a lot of like star. I think he started with Dark Knight. He started to uh, shoot certain scenes using an IMAX film camera, mm. which is like twice the resolution of like a thirty-five millimeter film. It's it's seventy seventy millimeter millimeters, and you know, so in the IMAX it can blow up, but if you're on the four K, it's just like a really dense film like so it's just like the colors are really rich and you can just like really see the resolution it's just looked cool nice yeah 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 that movie is the most fun to watch on any screen really yes yeah yes yeah just it's yeah. super fun i i still every time batman does that cool trick where he rides the motorcycle up the wall and it turns around yeah. i i was i'm always like yes <laughs> <laughs> so wheat i feel like that a lot of the movie also like the whole scene when they're in hong kong and the the cool like plane into the building sort of like lift off yes. thing is really awesome. sky hook yeah the sky hook as they say <laughs> yeah. well do you have any mayor of east town thoughts Mayor of East Town. Well, I haven't watched the last episode. I will probably see that tomorrow. But uh, yeah, the last. I don't want to like ruin it for anybody right. that hasn't seen it. So like, it, it's it's just a good show that that everybody seems really good in. The characters, like you said, the characters are really good, and it's just really good at like re- giving us new information. And it is very pulpy. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like cheesy pulpy. It just feels yeah. like it's very pulpy, and that you're like. It's like, you know, the movie version of a page turner. Like, mm-hmm. where you're just like, oh, I got to find out what happens next. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. God, they're they're really, like, kicked it up a notch. It's great. I'm like, because I've been kind of over those shows. But this one, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then that those Philly accents, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been upset. I, I, like, cannot not repeat almost everything they say. My favorite <laughs> one is, he's a known sex offender. He's a known, <laughs> a known sex offender. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. All right. Well, Molly, Dune, you wanna? I, I, sh- I sure do. I sure right, do. Great. Yes. We read chapters 53, 54, 55, and 56. And let's just, let's go ahead and get into it. Yeah. Uh, we start with Aaliyah. A creepy chapter with Aaliyah. <laughs> yeah, Aaliyah. It, it's creepy. It's very horny again. <laughs> again. <laughs> Aaliyah is just kind of chilling out and th- and thinking about what's happened so far. It's a mm-hmm. weird, like, kind of like catching you up kind of situation. Like, it's yeah. her just like 
kind of repeating what's already happened and then kind of like filling in some gaps like, you know, the truth sayer tested Ganima. Yeah. She really believes Leto's dead. She doesn't get why she thinks Leto's dead because she knows Leto's not dead. Right. Or, you know, Aaliyah knows. Um, yeah, she's like, why uh, is Gani like sticking to this story so hard? Right. Yeah. Yes. She's yeah. It's it's kind of like confounding her. Mm-hmm. Um. And then uh, she knows Namri's dead, but she doesn't know where Duncan or Gurney. Just are. before we get too far into this, I do want to say that we're starting just because we said we do the little quotes at the beginning. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. So this one starts with limits of survival is set are set by climate. So it's you know, yes. climate change. I thought it was interesting that she starts with the litany of fear, and. Mm-hmm. She's not allowed to complete it, really. Yeah, because the Baron jumps in. Yeah, and he's like, "Why? Are, what? No, what do you have to fear?" And it's like, "Ew, what do you mean?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mean also, other all than of you, <laughs> you and your pervy dick. Also, every plan is falling apart. Yes. Like yes. every plan is falling apart in such a big way. I wonder. Yeah, what would happen if she could do the litany of fear? I think I'm just attached to the litany of fear as effective. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's pre- it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then they mentioned that she's uh, becoming plump. I know. The Baron. So that must. Yeah. That makes sense. At first, I was like, is she pregnant? And I know. Then I, I was thought... like, no, it's because the Baron is in her and she he's kind of like m- making, you know, making her gain weight. Yeah. I still do not understand. I I still don't understand why she didn't have a bigger fight against the Baron. Like, (laughs) in what way? Like, I guess, are we just supposed to think that it was all because she thought that this was the only way she could retain power? I think it's, I mean, like, I don't know. I kind of bought it because she was just so, like, haunted by all these voices. And the Baron said that, he could silence those voices and and she was probably just in a, in a bad in a bad place and once she did it, it was, there was no turning back yeah yeah i guess it just is still kind of surprising to me even now like i mean i suppose it seems like she's fighting it a little bit she's at least saying like no i'm not gonna have sex with this guy like it's four o'clock yes. in the morning and uh that <laughs> is that's yeah ridiculous the baron like is just like uh what about that guy uh, well i mean that's, go and fuck that guy <laughs> that's what's funny i mean here we are like she's sitting she's thinking through how namry's dead leto has superpowers and has escaped mm-hmm. she even thinks oh well leto if leto's dead there might be another child <laughs> which i think is a funny thought well um, she doesn't believe uh that leto is yeah yeah right. But definitely, Muniz is just like Muniz. Sorry, Muniz. Yeah. Uh, but he's like he's like freaking out. Yeah, which I went <laughs> yeah. too, I guess. But saw a child <laughs> jumping all- from dune to dune. <laughs> and I thought I was gonna be like rich off of sand trout. Yeah, and he's destroying all the quinats. I would be like, yeah, ah! <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty stressful situation. I'm surprised she hasn't killed him. Killed. Muras. Oh, Muras? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe she will. Maybe she will. Um, I feel like she hasn't made any, like, big choices yet. No. So maybe she'll, maybe she'll finally have someone killed or something. I doubt it. I keep thinking that this is, like, this Aaliyah 
Baron plot is such a B story. Like I just I know. feel like people talk about it like it's a big deal, but we don't really see it very much. We don't see their struggle all all that much, and it doesn't really feel like it's in the way other than we know that Aaliyah is, you know, possessed or whatever. Yeah, I mean, they just don't feel like a real threat. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, yeah, I think that's kind of my, I mean, it is a B story. It has to be. Otherwise, there isn't any narrative tension. I mean, I guess the real story is Leto becoming God, <laughs> God mm-hmm. of Arrakis. Yes. Uh, and this, like, civil war has always been in the background, which I appreciate. I mean, I don't really need to see too much civil war. Go into the details yeah. there. Yeah. I also wonder <laughs> if he just didn't want to, like, have Aaliyah. Like, I didn't... I think I'm feeling a little down on his female characters right now, and I'm wondering if he just yeah. didn't want to see Aaliyah, like, be a general. Like, that she, he couldn't write convincingly of her oh. as a general. As a leader? Yeah, as, like, a leader of war and priests. Yeah. Because they're clearly engaging in warfare, and she must be at the helm of that. But why wouldn't he show us that? Maybe I'll share this with you, and because mm-hmm. this... So my friend Alex mm-hmm. had sent me a, a message. He's, you know, he's been catching up with our show, and he's read all the books. Mm-hmm. He's, he sent me this uh, a couple of episodes ago, but he said, latest ep, you and Molly were discussing the, the uh, Mycenae versus the Minoan and patriarchy versus matriarchy, and how much of this Frank Herbert was aware of, thinking of, and he says that he thinks he was definitely thinking about this and that this is actually the thing that Frank Herbert is most interested in. Ah, cool. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, and this is the part that I'm like, I'm maybe hesitant to, to leave in the episode. But, but he says that after this book, gender in relation to power becomes much more explicitly the focus. Oh. So maybe he's intentionally kind of trying to like pull back on that for this book and that he like with the plan being like oh I'm going to I'm going to show about like power and gender. Cool. I totally like, buy that. that. I also agree with him and like um during the next chapter I, there's a line where Paul says that the Trades line is cursed and mm-hmm. that's when I was like I'm pretty sure he is doing this intentionally then. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. So that, I'm glad to hear Alex also thinks that because I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, all right. If the Atreides line is cursed, it's because of this, like, formation of uh, war civilization. So I love that. Woohoo! <laughs> all right, Frank, you get a pass. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Hopefully. We'll see. We'll see. We haven't read those books yet. That's but. right. <laughs> Yeah, as as long as we're talking about the book as a whole, there was one thought I had while mm-hmm. reading these chapters, and that is, this book should be called Child of Dune. <laughs> you are so Ganima right. is barely in this book. She does not <laughs> count <laughs> as a yes. children, yes. yes. Child of Dune, yes, you're extremely <laughs> right. <laughs> it feels like such a misleading yeah. title. When they split up, I was like, well... We'll follow both their adventures individually, but <laughs> yeah, we no. absolutely did not. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all. We didn't even right. really get to see Ganema like survive in the wilderness. Or like what how is she dealing with the loss of her twin brother who she cares about? Yeah, that's what I wonder too, if she's like heartbroken and that he's intentionally like not showing her right. thought process because we you know, she's her heartbreak is based on a lie. And so, it would just kind of be like 
pointless emotion. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I hope I hope she at least like comes into focus a little bit at the end. I'm yeah. just like I feel like this is really lacking some some Kanema. Agreed. Yeah, okay. So she's thinking about all that stuff. The Quanats are destroyed. She still thinks that her and that Faridin is like gonna get murdered. Oh yeah. That's when she like kind of chuckles along with the Baron because yes. she's thinking of well uh, Ganem was gonna kill Farron, and at least that's going my way. Uh-huh. And then she chuckles with him. <laughs> yeah, they start to <laughs> chuckle, and it rumbles together, and you can just see, like, her accidentally like patting her stomach or something, <laughs> 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 flipping around. <laughs> and then, yeah, he wants her to go fuck this dude, and she's like, "No, if you don't stop bugging me, I'm gonna take a sedative." And so the Baron's like, okay, but next time. And she's like, yes, next time. Yeah, she's like, "Uh uh-huh. Very, yeah, another time. She agreed. Okay, why? (laughs) (laughs) I I think she's fine with it. I think that, like, normally if she's not, like, you know, too tired or whatever, that she's like, yeah, well, whatever. I don't know. It also said that the last time that he made her do this, he gave her a headache that sent her screaming down the hall. Oh, yeah. Is that because he's trying to, like, kind of into her body and like kind of take it over i think think? that no that was the last time he tried to make her do this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i i could see it like you know it's not like these are all handsome men maybe and sure she probably Mm -hmm. has a sex drive but i also think he's forcing her to do it okay you're right and i i take that back because now (laughs) i'm feeling real creepy for being like i think she's into it i think it's awesome (laughs) you know why wouldn't she be hey you know sex positive man (laughs) you know we don't know we don't know yeah we don't know okay Um, I think that about wraps it up. Then we have this monster chapter. Oh my god, this chapter is so long. Yeah. Thou breakest the heads of the dragon in the desert. Yea, I behold thee mm-hmm. as a beast coming up from the dunes. Thou hast two horns of the lamb, but thou speakest as the dragon. So yeah, that's a more, another reference to horns on yes. on the worm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, these cool, awesome uh, see-through fire horns. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and dragons i feel like the dragon imagery has been in here a few times and then yeah, yeah but it's like kind of the fire of it all right because mm-hmm. like they they're so hot yeah but i think god i should i would maybe next time i'll look up dragon mythology as my little yeah i'll do that because i'm interested okay. in there's a real dragon connection between the worms and whatever i i think he's doing that more deliberately. Oh, that would make sense. I mean, in, right, like a, a dragon mythology in Chinese dragon mythology, the, the dragons live underground, right? Uh-huh, yeah. So, yeah, this is a monster chapter. Mm-hmm. Leto is become, becoming even more at one with his sand trout suit. <laughs> yes, um, he now has Or his Celia. sand trousers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, he has, oh yeah, Celia, right, yeah. yeah. Celia. And he doesn't even need to drink the, like, he doesn't even need to, like, bite them and drink their juice anymore. He's just got this, like, kind of rotating moisture going on. Like, cool. he's got to deal with them. He also, his long, his intestines super long. Yes, that's, that was a, 
I feel like they said that was mentioned in one of the other books mm. that the Fremen have longer intestines, and, and it ha- just has to do with their like they their need for for that because of the desert. Yeah, well, he does say he got it from his mother, right? Who's yeah. Fremen? Fremen. Yes. Yeah, I mean, is that so you don't have to shit in the desert? <laughs> That's what I was wondering, too. Well, I mean, your intestine is, like, the, a lot of your, your, you know, your water cycle hap- in your body mm. happens through the intestine. Mm. You know? So, maybe. Interesting. Maybe, I don't know. Man, yeah, I'm sure you would have some dry <laughs> shit. Yes. Maybe, yes. I guess you'd have, like, sort of a pellet situation. Oh. Right, so sorry. <laughs> Uh, okay, we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> quickly. Quickly, quickly, quickly. <laughs> so then he, like, stumbles on the, like, realization that Paul must have seen this as a as a possible path. With yeah. With him covering himself in sand trout and then just chose <laughs> not to do it. Yeah, he's like, hmm. <laughs> All right, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he chose to just blind himself. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, instead, which I, I, you know, he doesn't seem to regret his decision, though. You saw right. this father and rejected it. It was a thing too terrible to face. And he doesn't, yeah, but again, he's not like, uh, you know, I really wish I hadn't um, joined in with the worms and become worm man. Worm, <laughs> worm man. Yeah. <laughs> he means the whole, like, kitten caboodle, right? He means, yeah. like, including, including uh, typhoon. Lagoon, what's it called? Typhoon, yeah, this is the Typhoon most struggle. awesome water park on Arrakis. <laughs> but like, okay, still, what is the difference between typh- Typhoon of struggle. Death, struggle, the Typhoon struggle and the Jihad? So it's basically that Paul decided to go with the smaller Jihad? That's literally what it is. I mean, yeah. he even says that. Like, he Leto says that the Typhoon struggle is like makes the... Paul's jihad like look like right a, a sneeze or whatever like he's like that's nothing compared to how devastating typhoon struggle will be damn yeah so he stops he sees the preacher yeah and Asan and he on... just says stop well in his worm language <laughs> yeah yeah he makes the worm stop and Asan keeps just freaking out yeah he thinks that leto's a demon he's insisting he's a demon which basically uh, especially from Asan's point of view he is a demon oh absolutely yeah well he's covered in these weird <laughs> like, he look i'm sure he looks like a demon right now <laughs> oh, god what do you think he looks like a, a slime man Ew. i think he looks like he looks like Venom, you know, in Spider-Man, but but not when Venom's like in full form when he's just like the dripping <laughs> black ooze. Do you think you can like tell the worm like there's like it like looks like worms are moving all over him? Oh, no, I don't. But maybe now I do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, it's scary. So, yeah, he's he has them stop. Asan's like freaking out mm-hmm. and you know, Leto's like get off the worm. We're we're going to talk. Yeah, he says he, something weird. He says like it is I may not have a garden here, but you're welcome to sit and stay a while. Yes. Yes, this may not be a garden, but you're welcome to sit and stay. And that's a dig at Paul, right? Because oh. Paul changed the climate of Arrakis so that there could be a garden. Like, 
Yeah. And he's saying there's no garden here, right? That's what it felt like to me. Yeah, I think you're right. It's a dig at Paul. But yeah, so yeah, he says that garden line. And then then he tells he tells Paul, hey, I'm your son. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of like, Paul. Uh, Paul's kind of like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're a worm man. <laughs> <laughs> and then he likes asking, he keeps asking his son like, is he a kid? Is that a kid? Yes. Then he eventually like admits, you know, admits to it. And they have this weird, he, this is confusing. Yeah, I gotta confused? say. Mm-hmm. They yes, have some yes, kind of a, yes. I think it's very confusing. A Kira mind battle where <laughs> they, like, they have, <laughs> he keeps talking about how he's, like, having this struggle with his father and, and how they're, like, adjusting the threads in their mind. And, you know, we're going to find out which thread will be the best thread or whatever uh-huh. and here the visions parted and i don't know so i honestly needed to read it again but i i had to read all these like just today because mm-hmm. i forgot to, to, to read this week <laughs> um so i didn't have time to like go back and read it again but it seemed like leto was saying that he instead of looking for an ideal future he went looking into possible pasts oh. and then finding one and aligning with that past's future and then somehow i don't know it's very it was very confusing Whoa. i wonder if i could find it it's it's just kind of a weird thing because then like it just seems like they kind of like decided leto won the mind battle and then paul just keeps saying you can't do this you can't do this right and that's when asan buries the shield okay uh-huh yeah, he says some weird stuff. I mean, oh, also when he says my skin is not my own father, I was like, oh, cool. He was having like, you know, sometimes when your body knows what's going to happen and it keeps telling you something that doesn't make sense. I've had this before. But like, then it was like, oh, because <laughs> he when he was having spice trance, he kept saying my skin is not my own. But we didn't know that his skin would be replaced by worms. Right. Which is pretty cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's why he kept saying my skin is on my own. I also forgot where Asan tells Leto, you're a demon. And Leto says, you're demon. <laughs> but you are my demon. <laughs> exactly what a demon would say. Exactly what a demon would say. <laughs> yeah. And that would just like be so scary if a demon told you that. <laughs> oh, God, I know. I'd be like, no, we're like going to be locked in eternity for like this. I was going to watch Exorcism 3 the other day, but I'm worried about getting possessed by a demon. <laughs> anyway, but it's a demon. He says it's a demon so many times. I'm like, yeah, Asan, I relate. I get you. <laughs> I like the nothing from nothing concept. One who acted only from a position of rest without effort and in harmony with his surroundings. That's what I'm aiming to do. And then this is like, so that's when, that's when they're, you know, right before they, he kills Asan. Mm -hmm. But it says, softly he sniffed the air, seeking the signal which both he and his father knew must come. So... (laughs) They like a scared like... fart. Sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're both like waiting for Asan to like try, try to yeah. kill them. It's just a weird. Like... Well, I guess that's what happens when you get a couple of prescient guys together. Can't pull a fast one on him. 
sensed ozone in his nostrils. Because it's like he gives them a fake signal that the shield is up. Wait, what? I don't know what no, technically like, happens. Okay. Hassan had buried... So Hassan has a special kind of shield. It's like uh-huh. a desert sh- It's made for the desert. And he buries it. And the vibrations of this shield will drive a worm so crazy that even Leto couldn't stop it. Uh-huh. So that call... It's, he starts calling a worm. And that's when Leto just like jumps up, snaps Hassan's <laughs> neck, grabs the shield, and then like throws it really far. Which is, again, really wild. <laughs> Pretty wild, yeah. And right before that, Paul's like, don't do that. Yeah. Well, he that's all he keeps saying. Paul just keeps saying, you can't do this. You can't do this over and over and Typical over Typical dad, you know, just saying, you can't do this, but giving you no, no reason. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm assuming that you can't do this means everything. Yeah. I feel like he's saying that. He's not just saying that about each little thing he's doing. He just means this this path you've clearly chosen because if Paul had once seen this possible future, he's now seeing Leto, you know, complete that possible future. And he thinks that's the, that's the wrong way to go. He he thinks he's making the same mistake he made. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm reading the paragraph now where this crazy Akira mind battle is happening. Oh, okay. Because it is that they both have these strong abilities to mold the future, right? With their minds by Mm -hmm. choosing one. And yeah, it's that Paul chose one and Leto chose one, which makes sense. That's what we've been talking about. Um, And then there's this tension between them now. It's pretty cool. Either he or his father would be forced to act soon, making a decision by that act, choosing a vision. So yeah, I guess... That is so weird. I wonder how their two visions were able to exist. Like, why it would be that like when they met, like, those would implode, but... I don't know. I kind of had a lot of questions <laughs> while reading this. Uh-huh. One of which is, like, what... How does Paul being inside Leto's head line up with this? Because is the Paul that Leto talks to in his, like, whatever ancestral hallway is that a different paul than this paul that's in front of him because if it's because if it's not then paul should already know that leto's his son like right away and what leto is doing well i think leto is already acting in his future it's like they they're literally living in two realities yes the the two paths they've each yeah and leto's is is more encompassing than Paul's. Yeah. Or Leto is aware of what Paul... Leto just frank, just knows where Paul is and finds him. And it's not part of his vision, right? Right, right. And then he yes. stops the worm because he knows how to do that now. Right. So, yeah. I think it's just that they... And Paul hadn't really been like Leto was not part of his vision. His his vision right now was to restore the the good name of Paul. (laughs) 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 Which is so stupid. It was like, how would your vision ever win, Paul? That's a stupid vision. (laughs) 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 What a wasted time. Nobody cares. So then they go into this discussion where Leto is just saying the problem with what you were doing is that you wouldn't you wouldn't go through with what seemed evil to you. Yeah. And you didn't you you didn't go hard enough mm-hmm. is essentially what he's saying. Yeah. 
You didn't commit. Right. Mm -hmm. And Paul's like, the only evil stuff I did, I did without knowing it was going to be evil. I couldn't do something evil on purpose. And Leto's kind of like, well, I'm going to have to. Yeah. And also most evil stuff is like that. So like Crimea River. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He also says that the only thing, Paul says the only thing that he did wrong was to become the Mahjit at Chani's order. Yeah, he says that's the one thing that he he sacrificed his vision for Chani, and oh right, that's okay, the one time something evil happened. Okay, let's go back to yeah, we've just killed Asan. Yeah, we killed Asan. Mm-hmm. Then that's when they have the discussion about evil, mm-hmm. um, and that's where Leto's kind of like you you didn't push yourself hard enough. Um, and then Leto's like full on just like uh, saying that his path is going to be probably be worse than Paul's. Like it's it's going to do way more damage than than Paul's probably. Right. <laughs> There's that funny part where Leto says that somebody lied about his last words and said that he said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now I do what all life must do in the service of life. You never said that. <laughs> but a priest yeah. said you did. And then uh, Paul says, I'd not call him a liar. Those are good last words. Yeah. He's like, I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. He's still, I think he's still like, yeah. and I think the Leto's, ki- Leto's kind of calling him out on this here yeah. is that Paul still likes being a legend. Like yeah. Paul likes, likes, like even though he's out here, you know, speaking against the dogma of his religion, he's, I think he still likes being thought of in this way. Yeah. No, I think you're totally right. And then he's still like is really tied to what he thinks is the good life or, like, the good choice. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, that was Paul's whole, like, agony. was like, is this the right thing? Is it the wrong thing? It's funny because so this chapter, I realized, is the first time we're really seeing Paul. When he's the preacher, we're not, he's playing a character. Yeah. Like, he's not being Paul at all. So this time his, like, guard as the preacher is completely down. Mm -hmm. And we actually get paul who's a little worried and like mm-hmm. you know actually like reacting to the fact that his son is here telling him all this shit yeah no it's good it's actually yeah and it kind of happens slowly because at first he does feel like he's playing a character still mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's when we're being reminded that he's very bl- that he's blind and he doesn't know who he's talking to and he's like denying the whole situation but at this point yeah they're like quite settled into the reality like he's like really talking about what he personally has grappled with and the choices mm-hmm. he made. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's right after that that he says, uh, this is your universe now. Right. And that's when he gets all sad. Yeah. He gets sad. Yeah. Leto gets sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because he's he wants him. He's like essentially just going to. He's trying to talk him out of it. And then when it's clear that Leto is not going to give in, mm-hmm. he's like, all right, this is your, your universe. He's handing over the path. Oh, like wow. He's like. You take you take the path. This is you. You're like you're in charge of what I used to be in charge. Of. <laughs> yeah. How awkward. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, I don't know. I'm no longer God. Like that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, fine. Like, you're God now. Yeah. Like, I'm just you know. I guess I'm pathetic. <laughs> yeah. And then Paul's like, can you just let me go into the desert and die? <laughs> yeah. Because he wishes that he had died when he went out into the desert the first time. Mm-hmm. And then Leto's like, no, but if you want to kill yourself, you want to throw yourself on your knife, you can. Mm-hmm. And then Paul is like, 
oh no and you're gonna get my body no 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 and there's this like weird thing about like he saw some certain path right that if he was to get his body he would make some kind of mausoleum or something in his honor and that would like affect the future mm-hmm. yeah i was like ooh, human meat puppet maybe mm-hmm. yeah that's <laughs> what i was wondering yeah 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 but yeah, wait, can we talk a little bit about the Jakarachu business? Because I'm still yes. a little confused oh, yes, yes, on that. Yes. Or like what he, what Paul was doing at Jakarachu and what he was doing with Aaliyah. I still don't totally understand. Seems like Leto thinks that that was all just kind of a silly waste of time or something. He says, for that, he'd accepted his role as an instrument of revenge for the cast out, the remnants of Jakarachu. Well, the remnants of Jakaratu are the people that found him in the desert, right? Mm-hmm. They had contaminated him, but he'd accepted this rather than his view of the this universe, which Leto had cho- uh, chosen. Right, because isn't Leto didn't Leto say that they they like tried to they wanted his visions, and so they just oh, like mm-hmm. like they were doing right. to Leto, they just kept kept feeding him spice and and, right. and giving him women and stuff, and mm-hmm. he eventually did have some visions for them. Yeah, and then he baited Aaliyah and confused her. Just, I guess, because he thought that she was heading in. And that was part of his plan of, like, resurrecting his image, right? Yeah, maybe so. I still don't remember exactly what his plan was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like he just thought that they had gone off the path. It seems like he was like, oh, no, jihad happened. He's just really anxious about having anything bad happen. Mm-hmm. 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 under his name right Which he just is, did not you know, commit yeah what yeah and also a little too little you know a little late for that yeah there's been a <laughs> like, lot of atrocities get over it <laughs> yeah. yeah like accept it and then they have this moment where he wants to leto wants to give him the the signet the the, the ring yeah with the atreides thing on it and then paul won't take it I don't really know what that's supposed to symbolize. Like, is it that he's he's rejecting being an Atreides? Yeah, that's when... I don't know. Wait, where is that? He says, I have the hawk ring of the Atreides concealed in my dish, Joshua. Uh-huh. Do you want me to return it to you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and then Paul's just still thinking about dying. Right. And then that's where he tells him about they, you know, when they contaminated no. him. I think he's just full of shame. Yeah, I think so, too. I think he really does have too much revere for the Atreides line and what that ring means. And he's like, mm-hmm. I've betrayed all of that and I don't feel like I'm worthy of the ring. Yeah, maybe so. Oh, yeah. And then um, Paul says, "I yes, I was contaminated by, by the Jakaru too, but mm-hmm. you contaminate yourself. And Leto says, that's true. I am your son. <laughs> Ouch. God. Come on, the guy's like really down right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's what like just asking he's allowed to go die in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take it easy. <laughs> yeah, and so well, Leto says that he's going to take him to Gurney, and Paul says that he can't because Gurney still works for the Sisterhood and for Jessica, and that's where Leto's like, "Oh, you don't, you really don't have prescience, otherwise right. you would know that." Yeah. And that that's why Jessica set this whole plan in motion. Mm-hmm. Because the sisterhood, what is it? It's that they knew that the humans would be extinguished without this typhoon struggle. Or they yeah, had some inkling. Saying? I think so. 
He said, yeah, is it, it's that or the humans will be extinguished. Paul heard the truth in Leto's words. I did not see that among the choices. I believe the sisterhood suspects it, Leto said. Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. I'm, I guess I missed that detail. That's, yeah, it is weird that he didn't see this possible future, but I guess there's so many infinite, you know, possibilities. Yeah, and he um, really did close himself off to a lot of them. Right. And so, yeah, so now he realizes that he has to destroy his uh, his legacy and what Aaliyah is holding up. And, yeah, the hero must be destroyed. Yeah, and then, I, I mean, it seems like Leto's kind of like, I'm, I have to become a, a vengeful, horrible god that everybody hates. <laughs> yeah. So that Shock. I can save humanity. Yeah, this <laughs> fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Anything else there? No, nothing else there. So that brings us to... Oh, man. Man. Yeah, oh, did man. not see this coming. Didn't Me neither. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? I, had to, I was like, what? 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 Yeah. Yeah. I know. Didn't see this coming. So Duncan Stilgar, and Stilgar. Yeah, are sitting in this room. They've been awake mm-hmm. all night. Duncan's uh, tied up. Yeah, and Stilgar is like getting some coffee mm-hmm. and Duncan like Duncan's like I'm sorry I kept you up all night talking about this and Stilgar's like hey it's it's fine and then they start to argue and it keeps saying that they've been saying this so it's like they've been arguing back and forth with saying the exact same thing over <laughs> yeah. and over and over again made me lose respect for both of them <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you dummies but also I like that Stilgar said hey it gives me one more day of life and I was like yes. I'm gonna remember that I could do that once a yes. week and life hack, get another one day, you know, probably get a full year by the time I die. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's healthy, but okay. No, I'm not um, going to. I hate to. I love sleeping a lot. Yeah, sleep is too good. Yeah. So Duncan is just like very insistent on Aaliyah going through the trial of possession. Yeah. Um, and Stilgar needs more proof. And, and to, I mean, to be fair from Stilgar, it does make sense that her ex-husband mm-hmm. or her current husband, <laughs> who's, you know, been cucked by her. Yeah. Like, uh, be like she's a demon possessed. Yeah. 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 Of course. Of course he's saying that. Oh, yeah. Um, sure. Okay, man. Like, you know, she's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I found it interesting because, like, it, it does really. It's funny you brought up the Exorcist earlier because it does feel like an exorcism. This, this oh, yeah. trial of possession because it's you know the exorcisms have to be like approved by the church and you have to have a certain mm. amount of evidence and that's what it seems like here that they have to be able to prove enough to allow the trial of possession. Yeah. Okay. That's an interesting thing because he also said that like something about it is that the whole community has to take on the guilt. Of the possession yeah that guilt talk i was i was kind of confused yeah about, about how like they don't, don't know they don't it. feel guilt and then he kept getting mad at, at at the possibility of being accused of feeling guilt <laughs> well because he said an autocracy forces you to feel guilt which is true of the catholic church and of america or like where you're you know you feel guilty for things that you don't necessarily aren't necessarily tied to anything in your real life like mm-hmm. you're the one you're your own suppressor in that way. Yeah. So but yeah, I didn't understand like why he was getting so I guess the Fremen in him was getting upset. Yes, I think so. I yeah. think so. Which 
we'll we'll soon learn is all what duncan's doing this on purpose yes um yes definitely and he won't like i guess the part of the rules that you know stilgar has bound himself to mean mean that uh duncan can't communicate with anybody he can receive communication but he can't send communication and duncan's like i need to you know i need to talk to jessica i need to send you know send word and you know he's just not having it yeah he's like to seleucus secundus uh no way he's also Mm -hmm. he keeps being like this is neutral territory we can't do anything here i don't care he's just being like kind of a a warden right now yes yes he is and he's also he's kind of like proving jessica's point which is that he's like now gotten to the point where he's like hit the fact that he's on neutral ground and preventing any kind of fight, then that means he's kind of like sold himself out at this point because Stilgar used to be like this, you know, kind of warrior and like fight for causes. And now he's like Switzerland. He just doesn't want to like, you know, uh, get involved. Yeah. Cause his allegiance is so confused. I don't think he knows Mm -hmm. who's he, who he has allegiance to. Yeah. He's even like, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll let you and Javid, you know, go off off this neutral territory and have at it like like -hmm. you men like to do and it's like that's not that's not the point like get over it right stilgar like (laughs) that's not yeah so yeah they have this like long back and forth and uh duncan clearly like is really trying to get stilgar to just like get on his same page and agree with him do one of these things um He's giving yeah. him every opportunity. Yes, every opportunity. Yes. And it sounds like he's been doing it all night. Like literally mm-hmm. like please, please just listen yes. to me get Gurney and get Gani off of here. Go find yeah. Gurney. And then he, then Duncan just like kills Javid. <laughs> yeah, he sees Well, so is Javid standing in there? Javid is passing by, right? Like he's like maybe in the hall or yeah, it's like as soon as Stilgar ends the interview, Duncan stands up and his calves feel numb. And it's like he's made this choice. He's like, okay, right. fine. There's only one way to do this. And he goes and kills Javid and essentially just like yells out, you know, this is for cucking me. That <laughs> was to silence the gossip. The gossip. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. His um, legs kicked and he was dead. <laughs> yeah. He killed him super fast. Yeah. And that was, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, but that was clearly meant to go Stilgar. Right. And to anger Stilgar. Right. Because then and it he does. goes through Yes, it does anger Stilgar. And then and then he goes through the top three insults. Yeah, tonight on Fremen. <laughs> Which I feel like you would like if there was such thing as a top three insults, like, and then someone hit them. Exactly, yeah, I know. You'd, you'd be, be like, like, "Okay, you're wow. doing this. Lay <laughs> yeah. on thick, buddy." <laughs> I know it's not like it actually comes with a curse or anything. So, like, right? Yeah, laying it on a little thick. What are you? All right, guy, come up with your own. Maybe that'll mm-hmm. hurt. Yeah. You wear a collar, right? Is one of them. Which he does. He is wearing a mm-hmm. collar right now. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I I think it probably works because Stilgar has done all of these things on some level. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they yeah, they they kind of yeah, exactly. 
exactly. Yeah. So you wear a um, collar. It was uh-huh. one of You're three a... most deadly insults. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were a servant. You've sold Fremen for their water. This was the second most deadly second insult. Second most deadly insult. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the one that had destroyed the original Jaggerod too. Yeah, you have no <laughs> oh, immortality, Stilgar. None of your descendants carry your blood. Which, is that him saying that, like, all his kids were sired by other people? Is that what he's saying? Yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> must be it. But, like, is that the worst? I think you're a sir. I think you wear a collar is even Wear better. a collar and you sold out the Fremen for their water. Those, yeah. those seem a lot, a lot worse. Also, if he's like calling him a you know a cuck, like mm-hmm. he's you know, the cuck. Yeah, Duncan's the, the cuck. Thumbs pointing back at you. <laughs> yeah, Mister Cuck. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. this really gets under Stilgar's skin. He's pretty pissed off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do you go now, Mentat, to find Jakarutu? And then Stilgar drew his knife. Perhaps I can help you. <laughs> So Jakarotu is kind of like hell in his mind. I guess so. I mm-hmm. guess so. With two leaping strides, Stilgar crossed the room, stepped on Javid's body, and caught Idaho in the outer passage. Oh my god! Oh yeah, and the, to just like extra like add to insult after he says, you know, perhaps I can help you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Duncan says. If you'd help me with your knife, water thief, please do it in my back. That's the fitting way for one who wears the collar of a demon. Damn! Also, I'm calling you all those things I just called you. I'm doing it again. I'm going to just hit him again. And I was like, ooh, ouch. Yeah, that does suck to be called like a deliberate backstabber. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The collar of a demon. And yeah, yeah, so then Stilgar goes and grabs him and he says, draw your knife, mintat scum. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. and then the blow the striking blow yeah he into into idaho's abdomen striking upward through the diaphragm into the heart Mm -hmm. and idaho says two deaths for the atreides the second for no better reason than the first yeah yeah it's crazy he died twice yeah. This is the second time for him to die. Damn. Uh, Two deaths insane. for the Atreides. Damn. The second for no yeah. better. Yeah, he's kind of like, well, I did this and it was, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Not so sure this is a great idea. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But at least he's got some uh, some honor. And yeah. S- yeah, and so then Stilgar runs through what this is going to mean. means, like, Alia is going to have to challenge Stilgar. He just immediately knows, like, oh, fuck. He did this on purpose. <laughs> yeah. He knew that if I killed you, that Alia, no matter what, has to, like, get back at me because in everybody's eyes, I you've, you know, I've killed her husband. But, like, so... I don't understand why all of a sudden Stilgar drops his honor shtick. I think he realizes that he's, like, he's fucked and yeah but like wouldn't he die with honor i feel like he'd love to go and be like alia yes you must kill me i understand that's a good point you'd think like with he he was like so sticking to his gun so much before that or maybe he's like maybe his he's realized like i don't know there's a lot to go through like uh, so quickly but maybe he realizes that duncan's act was like what it really meant and the Mm. fact that he gave up his life to convince Stilgar that he actually needs to fight. 
like that he he can't just like yeah you know not do anything about it maybe he's like kind of like okay i understand why he did this and you you know what it worked i'm back baby i'm back all right thanks (laughs) duncan (laughs) i owe you one man pretty cool Uh, yeah, so, and I also think he does actually, his only job is to keep Ghani safe, and I think he's mm-hmm. like, okay, I wasn't listening, Duncan did this, he meant serious business, so I'll just, I have to follow what he was saying, and, yeah, yeah, beware of Alia, you may, must take Ghani and flee. Oh, that was Leto's warning. Yeah, that's what he had already told him, that's right, he had already told him that. Yeah, then... Uh, Hara comes in and yeah. like, where 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 are you gonna go? Mm-hmm. I love that he says she says, I'll go with you. Yeah. She said, Of course you'll go with me. All my wives will go with me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why <laughs> I don't know why he had to like rub it in her face at that moment. Yeah, all my wives are coming. Yeah, You're not big special. deal. Yeah. <laughs> You're ordered as one of my wives. One of my wives. Okay. <laughs> oh, and also there was, I, while we are speaking of wives, earlier in this chapter, uh, Stilgar says one of the reasons that all this, the Fremen men take on so many wives is so they can weed out sterilization. Like, so they know if a Fremen man is unable to produce offspring. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's smart. <laughs> That'll work. That'll work. <laughs> I would just get my brother or something to, like, pop it in there. <laughs> Please just fuck my wife. <laughs> just fuck my wife. I'm, I'm infertile. <laughs> They're gonna kill me. <laughs> They're gonna kill me. So yeah, wouldn't you? That's what I would do. Um. Yeah. So they <laughs> decide to grab Irulan and Ghani mm-hmm. and uh, and flee. Yeah, because she says you take Ghani at ho- as hostage. Hostage, woman, <laughs> woman. If this Mintat was right, I'm Ghani's only hope. Yeah, and then we're seeing that, like, his, that, that is his allegiance, though. Yeah. He does, like, he does want to watch after the, yeah. them the kids. The kids, yeah. He's an old softy, even though he wanted to kill them. Yeah, he thought about it. He loves them, that's why. Anything else about this chapter? Nope. That one was good. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, sad to see Duncan go. Very sad. Oh, my God. Hope he comes back again. <laughs> I'm hoping for yes. it, yeah. And then we get to this chapter, which as many times as I read, I list, I read it, then I listened to it twice, <laughs> and I could not absorb almost anything from it. So Gurney is um, at Tuik's old sitch, who is a smuggler yeah. from the first book. Right, he's the guy yeah. that he like went when after all the shit went down, he went right. and worked for. It. He's at that sitch, and that's the sitch that uh, Leto trashed. Oh, he's, okay. Mm-hmm. Remember to kind of like oh. I forget exactly who he's framing, but he's that he's he's like Leto decided to go to all these sitches and trash them and get rid of all the water, spill all the water into the ground. Right. And then it's supposed to frame someone. I don't remember if it's supposed to get the civil war going or if it's supposed to frame mm. Aliyah. I mm. kind of forget because it's kind of a throwaway line. Like they mention it really. It's mentioned really quickly. But I think the overall point of this chapter is that he's just saying that he's realizing that if the Fremen don't fight back against Aaliyah, that she's going to win, that it's going to it's going to take that. So this civil war is like 
really hurting their chances at defeating Aaliyah. Yeah. Oh, right. Because, yes, right. Yeah, that they're not focusing on the right enemy. Mm-hmm. That and he's going to steal a thopter. Cool. Always good. Just until I can steal one of their thopters. Yeah, I don't know. I just had trouble retaining much information from this one. Yeah, it's 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 a real short one. It's like this CH is in total disarray and they don't know what to do. Right? Right. And like no right. they're all kind of running around and like panicked and like all of their new technology is destroyed. And so I think he's just seeing how weak the Fremen have become because of this stuff. Yeah, because he even sees the new still suits, right? Yeah. And so that's kind of the idea. Cool, yeah. I mean, that, that's a short one. Mm-hmm. So the next four. So uh, we'll continue this. Uh, we'll read the next four chapters. Oh, yeah, we forgot to say. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, you know, and uh, rate, 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 stars in the sky and on, in your iPhone. Uh, <laughs> send us an email at sandthepodcast at gmail.com. You know, there's a there's some density around what Paul, the big split between Paul and uh, Leto. Would love to hear y'all's thoughts on that. Yes, I'd love to hear someone explain that to me, the little ma- yeah. mind battle they do. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So until next time, two deaths, deaths for the, for the Atreides. Atreides. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Cool.